Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner Khan. Change doesn't scare me. What scares me more is not making the change. Today on episode 503 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm here with the owner of Ignite Marketing, Lori Lyons. I'm going to ask Lori how to get started in a new business later in your career and much more. Find out more about Lori along with all of our previous episodes at smashingtheplateau.com. Now, before we jump into this incredibly important topic with Lori, I want to tell you a little bit about how you can generate more leads, promote your products, and build brand loyalty. Jerry Mazur, the founder of Jerry Mazur Marketing, with more than 25 years in strategic positions in major advertising and PR agencies, today helps smaller companies, startups, and not-for-profits achieve the marketing results they're looking for. If you want to achieve marketing results that are effective for your business, contact Jerry at 917-509-9906 or jerry at jerrymazermarketing.com. Now let's welcome Lori Lyons. Lori is the owner of Ignite Marketing and the creator of the online program, Make Your Marketing Simple. Lori leverages her 35 plus years of business experience as a trusted partner helping small business owners navigate the ever-changing marketing landscape and transform their businesses. Lori, welcome to the show. Thank you, David. It's so much fun to be here, and I'm looking forward to this. Me too. So, Lori, you've been involved in marketing for a long time. What has changed, and in particular, what has led us to the most common marketing challenges that we face today? Sure. I think For most entrepreneurs, the principles of marketing have not changed. We still look at at a target market, and a target market is still a target market and has been since, you know, centuries and centuries ago. It's still a target market. But what has changed is the way we market to our target market. You know, now there's all different options out there. There's social media, there's websites, there's Google AdWords, there's, there's print, there's digital, there's just any number of ways that you can market to your client, to your ideal client. And it's interesting because some of those are free. And I think that's the challenge for the business owner is how to determine what is the best method for you to use to talk to your avatar because free is not free. Free costs time, free costs information, and you have to decide what's going to be best for your business. You know, you're so right that Marketing has gotten so complicated because there are so many options to market. And you're also right. Free is not free. Free often costs a lot of time. Absolutely. I have felt it personally. So with that in mind, how do you make marketing simple? (laughs) You all boil down to where your target market is. You have to first identify your target market. And I hear so many entrepreneurs and small business owners talk about, oh, my target market is everybody. My target market is anybody with teeth or anybody with a brain or, you know, I want to help everybody because my, I'm so passionate about what I can do. I can help everybody. And that simply isn't true because there is not one person that I know of, even Tony Robbins, that can serve all the billions and billions of people on this earth. 
So you really have to narrow it down and say, this is who I can serve best. This is what my avatar looks like. This is the person that I'm going to talk to in my marketing because this is who I can help the most. And it could be something so finite. I was helping somebody this weekend and and I said, you know, your avatar, your person that you're looking for is somebody so specific and you talk to that one person. You're looking for somebody that's 35 to 40. You're looking for somebody who has perhaps been laid off or downsized from a business. You're looking for someone who is frustrated because they can't find what they're looking for. They're on the cusp of being a little too old to be hired. And so they can't find a job that, you know, that's going to pay them for their skills. So that's your avatar. Forget how many children or whatever right now, but that's who your avatar is. And that's who you talk to. Mm. So Lori, who is your target market? My target market, I'm focusing in on what I'm calling encore entrepreneurs. They're entrepreneurs who they have been downsized. They have been laid off. They have retired and they're tired of sitting around and pet sitting or looking after their grandkids as fun as that could be. So they want to still do something. They're still in their very er, you know, earning years. There's a, a commercial running on in our local market now, and I'm sure it's nationwide about a guy who's sitting with his financial planner. And he said, you know, I've been this and I've been this and I'm this, it's very cute commercial. But he said, what if I don't want to retire? And the financial planner says, then we make a, we make a plan for that. And I thought, good for you, because that's my avatar right there. The person who does not want to retire and is not ready to just play shuffleboard all day. Maybe they're in their late fifties, early sixties to 70, and they want to have a business. But they've missed this whole digital revolution. They haven't a clue where to start with. They don't, they haven't a clue where to start with a website. They don't know how it works with social media. And that's my market. That's my target right there. Okay. So what is it that they need to do once they, obviously, we're going to go back to, they have to figure out their target market. But (laughs) so let's say they figure out their target market. What's next? Then they do a little research and they find out where they're hanging out because in today's world, you can't, it's very difficult to be in business or start a new business without being on social media in some way, shape or form. So then they research, they find out where that target market is in social media because while Facebook is great, maybe their market isn't on Facebook. Maybe their market is on LinkedIn. They're, they're dealing with more business owners Or maybe they're selling something. Maybe they've decided that their business is going to be making really cool step stools or, you know, some type of home decor project. Maybe their market is on Pinterest because it's very visual or even Instagram. So they find out where their market is and that's where they go. Not just because everybody says this is where you need to be, but because that's where their market is. So that's the the second step is research where your market is. Then you learn that platform. And you may only you may only learn one platform, and that's okay because you learn that one platform, you're really good at it, and you really work it. Then you add a second one. Maybe Instagram is your secondary platform because it's a secondary visual. So then you go in and you add Instagram, but you don't have to do all the others because your market's not there. Right. And should they be focused primarily on marketing through social media? 
Tricky question. <laughs> You're talking to a website designer. <laughs> so I would tell them also, along with that, that a website is still relevant and still important today because it's the basis for all your social media. So if you have a website, then you're going to draw people back and push them back to your website because that's where we're going to see your products. That's where they're going to find out more about you. If you don't have one, then it should be something that you you do uh, or that would be your next your next business goal is to add a website to it. Cuz the, you know, just like building a house, the website is the foundation for your house. So you have a good solid foundation and everything you do comes back to that. Yeah. And are there other major steps in this whole process before we go go into a little bit more detail? I think if you start with your basics, if you start with your your target market, you start working on a plan, you start planning out where you're going to go with your marketing and it can be something very simple that Hey, in the month of, you know, in the month of June, I'm going to focus on, you know, doing pictures for my Instagram and my, my Pinterest sites in the month of July, I'm going to maybe start working on building a one page website because then I'll have a website presence in August. I'm going to go back and I'm going to work on my social media and plan out, plan out that and get some pictures for that so I can be ready. So I think planning would be another crucial part of this. And that allows you to know where you're going. You know, we don't take a trip without knowing where we're going. So if you know where you're going, I think that will be very helpful to entrepreneurs and small business owners. Yeah. I wonder if you could walk us through an example or a story of someone that has used this process. Sure. I have a client now that's, that is just really kind of getting started. They have just decided what they want to do. And so we are working right now on on a two-pronged attack where, uh, so to speak, one on one prong, we're working on their website, we're working on their messaging, we're working on making sure that we're talking to their ideal client. We've already identified who their target market is. So that was the first thing that we did. Sorry, I take a little step back there. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we did was we identified who they wanted to work with. And part of that was just, who are you comfortable working with? You know, there's, they had a wide range of choices for their target market based on a wide variety of rate of ages. So we looked at who were they most comfortable working with? Because in this case, there was a variety of, of people who could have used her services. So she was most comfortable working with the age group of women from 50 to 60. Then we narrowed it down even more. She was comfortable working with 50 to 60 who are grandmothers, who had grandchildren, who wanted to feel good working, you know, playing with their grandchildren. So that brought another element into their marketing plan that we could market to is, do you want to feel good while, while you're playing with your grandchildren? So that brought in a pain point because a lot of us that have grandchildren want to feel good and be able to play with them. So that was a real hot spot for, for her market. So then we started working on a one-page website. At the same time, we're working on an editorial calendar for her social media so that when her website is ready, then she'll have some pictures. She's you know, taking pictures of herself or having pictures taken of herself with her grandchildren. She's having taken pictures of herself being active. She happens to be a dancer. So she's taking pictures of herself dancing. You know, She's having somebody do this for her. So she'll have a lot of variety of pictures that are showing her very active, having fun, moving around, 
playing with her grandkids, showing them, pushing them on the swing in the park, you know, taking them to the pool. You know, it's pretty starting to be pretty warm here in Georgia so she can take them to the pool. So these are some pictures that she's going to be taking so that she can set a social media uh, plan in place that shows all of these different pictures and what she's doing. So she's living her, she's living her, her mantra of being healthy and, and, you know, being ageless. Right. Uh, No, this makes sense. And I could see how you, particularly as you narrow the target market, it also, Mm narrows down what you need to do in your in your marketing plan. Right. And it becomes relatable because so many people can relate to that. Even if you're, you know, in your 60s, you can relate to being a grandparent and wanting to feel good. So even though we're targeting one particular age group, it doesn't mean that a 60 or 65-year-old cannot take advantage of her program. We're not saying you won't work with them just because, you know, you're targeting a specific. And I think that's one of the big misconceptions that people think is that just because I'm targeting this group doesn't mean I can't sell or or work with another age group. Right, right. So Lori, I know that um, you have done a lot of marketing for a lot of different kinds of businesses. Mm-hmm. You've done this as an employee. You've done this in your own business. One of the things that you have described as someone who is starting something new, particularly later in her or his career And I wondered if you could share a little bit about your own experience in making these kinds of transitions, particularly when it comes to going from employment to entrepreneurship. Sure. I, it was funny. I counted up one time how many different jobs and careers I've had over the years, and it took fingers and toes to do that. (laughs) So (laughs) it, um, it, it, you know, it's been a, a long list, but it's all kind of come together into form who I am today, which is kind of cool. But um, in the 90s, I had, just like anybody else, kind of gone through, I I'd worked as an employee, I'd worked for, I started out being a teacher, then decided one day that I wasn't going to be a teacher anymore and didn't sign my contract. So I had to find a job. So I did not have a fail safe. I didn't, didn't have a, you know, something to fall back on. So I went to work for somebody and large company and we were selling our company was selling digital and I'm not digital but but print and you know graphics and that was kind of my first introduction to the graphics world and design and then got laid off and went to work for another company where I sold binding and graph and, and again I was in the graphics world and then met my husband and moved to New Jersey and stayed in the same field different company but same field and after about four years, I thought, why am I sharing my my profit <laughs> with this company? Uh, with, it was a small company. It was just myself and somebody else. And all I was doing was he was handling my receivables. And I thought, well, this is kind of dumb. I can do this myself. And one day I decided I was going to do it myself. And so started making plans. And at the time... You know, it was in 94. People really weren't talking about being entrepreneurs. You know, working from home wasn't sexy, as sexy as it sounds today. It was, you know, you work from home, really? (laughs) Do you really Uh, work? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, you must. Yeah, yeah, you're working right. (laughs) So that's what I did. I, I, I left and started my own, you know, started doing my own thing and did this for about 14 years. And my business was based on selling 
custom binders and folders and index tabs. And this was before internet. So as the internet came along, all of a sudden, you know, I woke up one day in early 2000, thought, huh, I don't have a business. <laughs> My business has kind of gone online and I could either go right or I could go left. So I decided to go straight and went to work for people again and realized, you know, as the saying goes, I was now unemployable, <laughs> but, but it led me in the direction of working for a digital marketing company and learned took all of the stuff that I had learned through the years with graphics and print and design and marketing, because that's what I've been doing for all these years and took it online and worked with companies with their digital presence and taught myself how to do WordPress, taught myself how to do website design, because I learned that if companies called in and they needed something done and I learned how to do it, it helped the client. It helped us because it didn't. It meant that the request wasn't bogged down in the system. When somebody was trying to get a website designed and all they need was, you know, a word changed, it didn't make sense to put it through the system. So YouTube was just coming online, and I YouTubed everything. <laughs> so if YouTube has a video on it, you can be an expert on it. <laughs> and that's how I learned, you know, web. Uh, web design and WordPress. And and uh, to this day, I still go back to it occasionally because everything's on YouTube. So that's kind of how it, how it started for me. You know, back in 94, I just did it. I didn't really think about it. I just did it because it made sense. Yeah, I think one of the things you're pointing to is the, the step-by-step process that entrepreneurship really is and how you need to be a lifelong learner and all the great tools that are available, like YouTube, to be able to learn new skills that you can apply in your business. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the most important thing that I'm still learning now is process. Because even though I knew process in 94, and I kind of just used the process that I'd been using with my other company, because it made sense. Now there's so many tools out there for process, you know, the systems that are available. And, you know, I was looking up a new project management system today and it just was almost overwhelming with all the choices that there are. It's like, you know, maybe I'm better off just staying where I am because I don't want to have to make the decision about the 10 other choices that are out there. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. Lori, what do you find are the, the hardest things to overcome when you're making these kinds of transitions, major transitions, particularly when it involves going from employment to entrepreneurship? Because I suspect that many of your clients are also going through that. And there's probably a lot of, uh, a lot of emotions around that beginning of the process. Oh, sure. What did you, yeah. What did you find what was like hardest for you and, and what do you see in your clients? Well, I'm the kind of person that I, Some people call it impulsiveness. I call it, I don't know what you call it. I am very different from people in my family who look at a decision and mull it and look at all different sides and, you know, and have to have to think about it for a long time. Me, I'm just like, you know what, if it doesn't work, I'll find something else and and something else will work. And that's the way I've always been that, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You know, change doesn't scare me. What scares me more is not making the change because if something is not working, you have to change it. So I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, it's just 
It's just making the move. They overthink and they overanalyze and everything's got to be perfect before they start. And I got to tell you, it doesn't have to be perfect because nobody's going to know it's not perfect except for you. So you just have to kind of take a deep breath and jump into the cold water because it'll only be cold for a couple of seconds and then it's warm. Right. So getting started is more important than Oh, absolutely. Getting it perfect. Absolutely. If you don't start, it will never be perfect. Lori, whom do you know personally who has done a remarkable job of smashing the plateau? I can think of of a bunch of people. Probably probably one of the women that I admire most that has smashed the plateau is a woman who is she just turned 75. Dear friend, she just moved to um, Tampa to retire. And she was one of the original franchisees of one of the mails, one of the, the shipping mail stores. Not comfortable saying the name because I don't know if that's appropriate, but she owned like 20 of the franchisee stores. And to this day tells the story that she felt like women at that time in the 80s were not being well represented in business and in the franchisee market. So she took it upon herself to start working with that and working with women franchise owners so that they had more opportunity within the franchise system. She then left and started a networking uh, company here in Atlanta about 17 years ago that has grown to thousands of women in the metro Atlanta area and has really affected a lot of women. And she did this without benefit of social media. She did this, you know, it started, I guess, in 2000 when social media is before Facebook. And she is, she cares so much about women and promoting women in business and promoting, you know, making sure that women have connections. And to me, just what she's done with that group and smashing that plateau has been remarkable. I, you know, I love her and think the world of her and, you know, she's my idol. I want to be her when I'm 75. Wow. Yeah. Her husband just turned 80. So it's really cool. Lori, what's uh, what's coming up in the near future for you? What are you working on? I'm finishing up my online program. It's being launched. I keep <laughs> here. I'm here. I've got to you know do as I say, not a, not as I do. Working on my online program, make your marketing simple, and really excited about that because I think it's going to help a lot of entrepreneurs just to put put your marketing in simple terms. Because I, since I'm self taught. It's important for me to describe marketing so that people can understand it. Um, so I'm working on that. And all I've got left are the videos. So I'm excited about that. And uh, those are scheduled for next week. And I'll have that out into the world and uh, redoing my own website because it's Cobbler's Shoes. And then I'm just doing, I, I'm working with with a lot of different people. And that's fun. You know, building my business, putting some back-end processes in place that as I've grown, I've I've had to start looking at, including adding some more people, which is great. <laughs> it's a good problem to have. So it's it's a fun time. It's an exciting time in my business. Lori, where would someone go if they want to learn more about you or access any resources you have? Sure. My website is www.ignitingyourbusiness.com. And then my online program is makeyourmarketingsimple.com. You can also find me on Facebook with at igniting your business. My Twitter is at Lori Lyons underscore. I'm on LinkedIn as LA Lyons. 
and on Instagram is ignite underscore marketing. Do you have a free gift for our audience? I do. I'd love to give them a free gift. If they will go to makeyourmarketingsimple.com forward slash success. It's a a worksheet and activity and information on three marketing shifts that you can make that will provide immediate difference in your bottom line for your business. Sounds great. Well, Lori, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau. You're very welcome. My guest today has been the owner of Ignite Marketing, Lori Lyons. Thank you again, Lori, for joining us. Thank you so much, David. It's been great. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mention on the show. Today, we learned how to get started in a new business later in your career and how Lori has transitioned her career and her business multiple times. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help us bring Smashing the Plateau to you for free. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.